listeners of this great station. I trust that you had a nice, beautiful, and happy uh, Purim. Uh, I'm still going to be talking about Purim in general. In Gemara Hulin, on Daf Kuflametet, that's 139. Over there it says like this. It asks four questions. First, Esther min haTorah menayim. Now, the story of Esther happened hundreds of years after the Torah was given. So the Gemara is asking, is there any hint that from the Torah about Esther? So it says, yes, there's a pasuk. This is talking about when the Bnei Sayyidah Shalom, they go astray. They go to the wrong path. And then Akadosh Baruch is saying, you know what? I'm not going to punish you directly. I'm just going to hide my face. Meaning, I'm going to remove my protection from you. Then the enemy will be, God forbid, will be able to hit you. If, you have the, if we don't have the protection of the body of Allah, we're in trouble. But Haster, Haster, sounds like Esther. And that's exactly what happened on Purim. The Bnei Israel, you know, started assimilation. So Akadosh Baruch Hu sort of brought Haman on that. And in a way, he, 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 he hid his face. And then, of course, Akadosh Baruch Hu helped us. And after the prayer and the teshuvah and everything else, then Akadosh Baruch Hu, they helped us with his help, with the help of Mordechai and Esther, we were able to uh, go and fight our enemies. The second question it says, Mordechai min hatorah menayim. Is there any hint of Mordechai from the Torah? It says, yeah. The, the Gemara says, because it, the, it, the Pasuk says, Mordechai. And the Targum says Miradachia. Miradachia sounds like Mordechai. What's the connection? Well, this is talking about the Shemena Misham. It's a special kind of uh, oil, of incense that they used in order to anoint certain kelim and so on and so forth. And the spices that were used, the, the first one is Mordechai. Choice. Vesamim Rosh, Mordechai. More is like myrrh in English. And it's, it's like the best. So the connection is just like this one was the best. Mordechai also was the best, the biggest sadiq at the time. Then he asks, Haman mina Torah minayim? Where is Haman mina from the Torah? Is there any, uh, any hint? He says, yes. Why? When HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Adam HaRishon, Hamin Haez. In other words, it's asking him, you Adam Arishon, is it that you ate from the tree that I told you you should not eat? Now, so what does this have to do? What? Hamin, Hamin sounds like Haman. Right? So what does that do, Adam Arishon and Hamas? What's, what's the connection here? Well, perhaps there is a connection like this. Adam Arishon, had everything he wanted. He was in Ghana either. 
nothing he was lacking. The whole world was his. Only one thing, one thing, Akadosh Barakul told him that this is a dot, the tree, okay, that special tree you should not eat. Only one thing. He had everything. One thing was not allowed. And what happened? He ate from it. Haman, Rasha. He had everything. All the wealth. It was rich. It was powerful. And all the clout he wanted. There's one thing he didn't have. He didn't have Mordechai. Mordechai lo velo And that was his downfall. There's a connection, slight connection. Now, there is a fourth question. Moshe The Gemara asked, Moshe Rabbeinu, before he was born from the Torah, is that a hint? It says, yeah, Bishagam Hubasar. He's talking about when the, 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 the people in the world at the time, where at the beginning, before, even before Noah, they they looked and the women of the world and they started being immoral and so on and so forth. Agadosh Baruch Hu said, you know what? After all, these people are just flesh and blood. It's not going to have them live as long as before. Before that, Adam Arishon lived 930 years, this, this, and that, this one, 600, this one, that one. According to Ibn Ezra, it's going to limit that the, the life uh, spent of the human being will be limited to 120 years. Now, of course, there is another shot of Rashi over there. That we did that Akadosh Baruch was going to wait 120 years Given time for the people to redress themselves, perhaps come back to Shuvah, and if not, who's going to bring the, uh, the Mabul? But according to Ben Ezra, 120 years, and Moshe Rabbeinu lived 120 years. Also, Bishagam, the word Bishagam is 345, and Moshe is 345. Okay, so these are the, the, the four questions that the Gemara is asking about, about Esther, about Mordechai, about Haman, and about Moshe. And the Mfarshim asked a very good question here. Okay, I can understand Esther, Mordechai, Haman, they all have to do with Purim. What, about, what, what does Moshe have to do with it? What does Moshe have to do with Mordechai and Esther here? Does he have any connection to Mordechai and Esther? Now, that's a very interesting question. It is not a simple question. Uh, but if you uh, really listen attentively, you will understand what I'm trying to say. It says in Masechet Yuma, it says about the Shene Seire Yuma Kippurim. On Yom Kippur, there were two Seirim. As you know, one was going to Quran, the other one was Lazazel, and so on. The, the Gemara says, why do I need the word Shene? Why two? I know. We have a, we have a, a, a klal, a general principle, 
מיעוט רבים שיניים, if it says שעירים, I know it's two. So why do I have שיניים? So the Gemara says, whenever you have the number, and I don't need the number, that's telling me that the object that we're talking about have to be equal in every way. So therefore, says two, then those two have to be equal. Shavin they have to look the same, the size, uh, and, and they cost the same thing, and so on, so they're exactly the same. And there are other, uh, other uh, cases like that, uh, like uh, in the Hatsotrot, those are trumpets that they used to sound in the desert. Uh, and and uh, they were why why because they were exactly the same same material same size same sound same everything again the tablets they were exactly the same same material same size everything now it says in Megillat Ruth it says יתן אדוני את האישה הבאה אל ביתך כרחל וכלאה אשר בנו שתיהם את בית ישראל. אוקיי? So here, look how it says it. Your house should be like רחל and לאה. Right? That's two. אשר בנו שתיהם. What do I need אשר בנו שתיהם? אשר בנו, what do I need שתיהם for? Pshat is that we have to say that Rahel and Leah were equal in sitkut, in greatness, and everything. They were equal. But they were also equal in other things. In certain major events that happened. Listen carefully. For example, the Mishkan. Who was responsible for the Mishkan? I would say, it's Aleth. He was responsible for the construction of the Mishkan. Where is he from? What Shebet is he from? Yehuda. Yehuda is from whom? From Leah. But then he had a helper. Aholiyav. Aholiyav. He was from Dan. Dan is from Rahel. Whether well, it's Rahel directly or a maid servant, it's the same thing. The Beit HaMikdash was built primarily by Shlomo HaMelech. True, Shlomo HaMelech was from Yehuda, which is Le'ah. At the same time, he had tremendous help from Hiram, Melech right? Tzur. And Hiram, according to the Navi, he was from uh, uh, father from Shebet Naftali, the mother from Shebet Dan. Again, we're talking about uh, the mother was from, uh, yeah, from from Dan. So again, we have here Rahel. So we have Leah and Rahel. Malchut. We had Shaul first and David Amelech. David Amelech was from Yehuda. Shaul Amelech was from Rahel. Now, you continue says, in, in that kind of thinking, we come to the Torah. Torah. Who gave us the Torah first? Of course, Moshe Rabbeinu, Anav went up to Hasinah for 40 days and 40 nights and heard the Torah from the Bori Olam himself. But then, as you 
תוספות צז, לבני ישראל סד נעשה ונשמע on the Torah שבכתב, on the written Torah, the written law. But when it came to the oral law, Torah שבעל פה, תוספות צז, no, that they, they were not uh, uh, so happy with that. כן, הקדוש ברוך הוא כפה עליהם הר כגיגית, נציל הקדוש ברוך הוא. took a whole mountain, you know, like an, in, 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 like an inverted, uh, uh, inverted bell, uh, uh, an inverted pot. And he said to them, you either accept it or shamati kubaratchem, you're going to be buried right there. Of course, they accept it, but by force, but they accept it, fine. Now, on Purim, it was a different situation. After the Meteshuvah, Kiyimu, Vikiblu, now they really accepted the Torah, not by force, but by desire, by interest. They're, they wanted it. They, their will was for it. They, they, they had loved it, very happy and excited to actually have it. So this is the connection. Moshe Rabbeinu was from her. From Yehuda. Moshe, from Levi. Shabbat Levi. Slicha. Shabbat Levi. Which is Le'an. On the other hand, Mordechai Eser from where? Ishimini. From Binyamin. That's Rahel. So this is the connection that we have here. Moshe. Minayin. Because we have Esther and Mordechai. Moshe also. They give the Torah. He gave the Torah. Now, that's the answer what the connection between Moshe and Mordechai and Esther. And there's something else I want to talk about that has to do with Purim. You know, on Pesach, when we sit and by the Seder, we read the Haggadah, there is a, a short passage over there, which actually the, our brothers, the Ashkenazim, they sing it. And this is what stood as a merit to our ancestors, okay, and ourselves, the fact that they came out of Egypt. Not only, it's not only the fact that Paro, he wanted, God forbid, to eliminate the Jews, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu helped us and rescued us from them. Behold of other, all other generations also. Many, other, many, many generations. We had the same thing. And always HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaKadosh Baruch Hu always, somehow, he saves us from them. Now, here, this has to do, of course, with Purim too. Just like Paro and Mahshemon wanted to eliminate the Jews by killing the boys, Haman wanted also to eliminate the entire Jewish nation. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hisilanu Miyadam. HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually did something. He sent us Mordechai and Esther, and they saved us. See, this happened with, with the Nazis in Mahshemon Vizikram. They also wanted to eliminate the Jews. At all times. This is the one thing 
that we always have to keep in mind that every time, as long as we come back to Hashem, as long as we keep His Torah and we fulfill His mitzvot, we have nothing to fear. Now you might say, wait, wait a minute, okay, these things happened in the past. But, you know, nowadays, you know, recently or in the last couple hundred years of after Purim and after Hanukkah, there's, there's no way. You, I can mention to you dozens and dozens of pogroms and massacres and all kinds of, that the, the Mahshimam, the Goim, did throughout the, the ages. And always, that's one lesson from Purim. How I recently, well, I'll tell you, in the early 1950s, the, uh, the president of the Soviet Union was Joseph Stalin. Probably, probably heard of him. I'm sure you did. Joseph Stalin, in the last uh, three, four years of his life, he became increasingly a very strong anti-Semitic. Slowly, 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 to the point where a couple of months before he died, he really had a plan to get rid of the Jews somehow that he had. Oh, he had a couple of millions there. Not, uh, it wasn't like a, a few thousand. Fortunately, he had a stroke. And from that stroke, he died. And his plan went down the drain. And when that when did that happen? When? On Purim. Around Purim time. That's when he was when he got the stroke and he was killed. You don't think what happened with Saddam Hussein in Mashi movies in nineteen ninety with the war? Here America goes and attacks them because he he took Kuwait, right? But America is the enemy. What does Saddam do? He sends Scud missiles to Israel. You know what a Scud missile is? I mean, look it up on the internet. It's not a small little thing. It's not a small little bomb. It's, it's a huge thing. It can knock out a whole building like nothing. Right? And what happened at the end? Of course, America was victorious. And when did the war finally end? And Saddam Hussein and Mahmoud defeated. You know when? February 28, 1991. That was Purim. Purim Day. Amazing. Coincidence? Oh, Hashem, this is what Hashem does. Akadosh Baruchum Adam. Here's another very weird coincidence. Look at this. And this was said by the Belzareb. Listen carefully. After the war, the World War II ended, there were many Nazis in Mashima that were tried at Nuremberg. At the end of the trial, 
11 of them were sentenced to death by hanging. But one of them, by the name of Goring, he killed himself before by swallowing a pill of cyanide. So that 10 only were hanged on October of 1946. Remember, 1946. That was the year where the 10 most notorious in Mahshima Nazis were hanged. Now we have in our Megillah, we have the 10 sons of Hamad that were hanged. Now those of you who really were medakdek in the names, the names of the 10 sons of Hamad, you would see that there is in them there are three letters that are small, much smaller than the rest of them. And there's one letter that is bigger than the rest. The small letters are Taf, Sheen, Zion. This means Taf, Sheen is 700, Zion is 7. That's 707. And Vav is for the millennium. A millennium is a thousand years. Like nowadays, we are 779 years into the sixth millennium. Well, this was the year 707 of the sixth millennium, which is 5,707. 5,707 is when that corresponds to which year? 1,946. 1946. That's the year when the 10 Nazis in Mahshimam were hanged. When the 10 sons of Haman were hanged, well, it's almost like a prediction. There's going to be another 10 at the year 5707 also that are going to be hanged. Interesting. One of them was uh, Julius uh, Streicher in Mashimovizichron. This man, he, he, he had a, a newspaper and he was a virulent anti Semitic, very strong, always putting down words like, it's not enough just to kick out the Jews from Germany. We have to finish them off from the entire world. We have, have to have the whole world clean of them. He also was uh, uh, tried and hanged with the ten. But the interesting part about that is that it says, things became the opposite, the reverse. Right? The enemies of the Jews were supposed to fight the Jews and, God forbid, uh, kill them. The Jews went back on their enemies and they killed their enemies. When this guy, Streicher, died, he had a lot of possessions, he had a lot of assets. And they converted those assets into cash. And they took that cash, and they used it to have a training school of agriculture for those Jews that were going to settle in Eretz Israel. Very interesting. And this is what we say all the time. Hallelujah.
את אדוני כל גויים. You, the goyim, praise Hashem. Shabbachu, all the nations, go ahead, give praise to Agadosh Baruch Hu. Why? Ki gavar alenu hazdo. Because the kindness of Agadosh Baruch Hu is so strong towards us. Now, you can ask a question here. What do you mean? We're asking the goyim to praise Hashem because His kindness is on us. Should have said. Because the kindness, his kindness is on you. But no, it's not. It's on us. What does that mean? Hashem is telling them. He's telling the leaders, the dictators, the kings. How many times in your lifetimes have you made plans to get rid of the Jews? Plans to persecute them, to oppress them, and the plans went to nothing. You know how many times you planned it. It didn't go anywhere. Why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu always is helping us. He's on our side. See? This is very, very interesting thing. So, from here, Abutai, at least one thing we can uh, conclude. The Pharaohs are gone. The Roman Empire is gone. The Hamans are gone. The Nazis are gone. But Baruch Hashem, we are still here and thriving and we're prospering and we have our land back. Our Torah has protected us for the last thousands of years. And Be'ezat Hashem, it will keep us, our Torah will keep us healthy and thriving for the next forever until Be'ata Mashiach, Be'ezat Hashem. I want to just remind you now, just put him here. We give always contributions to various difficult causes. This is an excellent cause, this particular station. Please make, make a, uh, an effort to help. And if you have any simha, please contact us in, at SLC. We have a beautiful hall over there. I'm sure we can accommodate your simha. Shavuatov.